Today is the ninth day of September, and welcome to the Coffee and Morning Prayers podcast. I invite you to pull up a chair, settle down with your favorite cup of coffee or tea, and join me in prayer. Now let us begin our day. Lord, open our lips, and our mouth shall proclaim your praise. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia. Worship the Lord in the beauty of holiness. Come, let us adore him. Let us say together the Jubilate. Be joyful in the Lord, all you lands. Serve the Lord with gladness, and come before his presence with a song. Know this, the Lord himself is God. He himself has made us, and we are his. We are his people and the sheep of his pasture. Enter his gates with thanksgiving. Go into his courts with praise. Give thanks to him and call upon his name. For the Lord is good, his mercy is everlasting, and his faithfulness endures from age to age. Psalms for the Ninth Day Morning Prayer Psalms 44, 45, and 46. We have heard with our ears, O God, our forefathers have told us the deeds you did in their days, in the days of old. How with your hand you drove the people out and planted our forefathers in the land. How you destroyed nations and made your people flourish. For they did not take the land by their sword, nor did their arm win the victory for them. But your right hand, your arm, and the light of your countenance because of you favored them. You are my king and my God. You command victories for Jacob. Through you we pushed back our adversaries. Through your name we trampled on those who rose up against us. For I do not rely on my bow, and my sword does not give me the victory. Surely you gave us victory over our adversaries and put those who hate us to shame. Every day we glorified in God, and we will praise your name forever. Nevertheless, you have rejected and humbled us and do not go forth with our enemies. And have you made us fall back before our adversary and our enemies have plundered us? You have made us like sheep to be eaten and have scattered us among the nations. You are selling your people for a trifle and are making no profit on the sale of them. You have made us the scorn of our neighbors, a mockery and a derision to those around us. You have made us a byword among the nations, a laughingstock among the peoples. My humiliation is daily before me, and shame has covered my face. Because of the taunts of the mockers and the blasphemers, because of the enemy and the avenger, all this has come upon us. Yet we have not forgotten you, nor have we betrayed your covenant. Our heart never turned back nor did our footsteps stray from your path. 
though you trust us down into the place of misery and covered us over with deep darkness, if we had forgotten the name of our God or stretched out our hands to some strange God, will not God find it out? For he knows the secrets of the heart. Indeed, for your sake, we are killed all the day long and we are accounted as sheep for the slaughter. Awake, O Lord, why are you sleeping? Arise, do not reject us forever. Why have you hidden your face and forgotten our affliction and oppression? We sink down into the dust, our body cleaves to the ground. Rise up and help us and save us for the sake of your steadfast love. My heart is stirring with a noble song. Let me recite what I have fashioned for the king. My tongue shall be the pen of a skilled writer. You are the fairest of men. Grace flows from your lips because God has blessed you forever. Strap your sword upon your thigh, O mighty warrior, in your pride and your majesty. Ride out and conquer in the cause of truth for the sake of justice. Your right hand will show your marvelous things. Your arrows are very sharp, O mighty warrior. The peoples are falling at your feet, and the king's enemies are losing heart. Your throne, O God, endures forever and ever. A scepter of righteousness is the scepter of your kingdom. You love righteousness and hate iniquity. Therefore, God, your God, has anointed you with the oil of gladness above your fellows. All your garments are fragrant with myrrh, aloes, and cassia, and the music of strings from ivory palaces makes you glad. King's daughter, stand among the ladies of the courts. On your right hand is the queen, adorned with the gold of Ophir. Hero, daughter, consider and listen closely. Forget your people and your father's house. The king will have pleasure in your beauty. He is your master, therefore do him honor. The people of Tyre are here with a gift. The rich among the people seek your favor. All glorious is the princess of she enters. Her gown is cloth of gold. An embroidered apparel she is brought to the king. After her, the bridesmaids follow in procession. With joy and gladness they are brought and enter into the palace of the king. In place of fathers, O king, you shall have sons. You shall make them princes over all the earth. I will make your name to be remembered from one generation to another. Therefore, nations will praise you forever and ever. God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble. Therefore we will not fear, though the earth be moved, and though the mountains be toppled into the depths of the sea, though its waters rage and foam, and though the mountains tremble at its tumult. The Lord of hosts is with us, the God of Jacob is our stronghold. There is a river whose streams make glad the city of God, the holy habitation of the Most High. God is in the midst of her. She shall not be overthrown. God shall help her at the break of day. 
The nations make much ado, and the kingdoms are shaken. God has spoken, and the earth shall melt away. The Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our stronghold. Come now and look upon the works of the Lord. What awesome things he has done on earth. It is he who makes war to cease in all the world. He breaks the bow and shatters the spear and burns the shields with fire. Be still then and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted in the earth. The Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our stronghold. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. A reading from the letter of Paul to the Philippians, chapter 2, beginning at the 12th verse. Therefore, my beloved, just as you have always obeyed me, not only in my presence, but much more now in my absence, work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. For it is God who is at work in you, enabling both to do his will and to work for his good pleasure. Do all things without murmuring and arguing, so that you may be blameless and innocent, children of God without blemish in the midst of the crooked and perverse generation in which you shine like stars in the world. It is by your holding fast to the word of life that I can boast on the day of Christ that I did not run in vain or in labor in vain. But even... If I am being poured out as a libation over the sacrifice and the offering of your faith, I am glad and rejoice with all of you, and in the same way you also must be glad and rejoice with me. I hope in the Lord Jesus to send Timothy to you soon, so that I may be cheered by the news of you. I have not one like him who is genuinely concerned for your well-being. All of them are seeking their own interests not those of Jesus Christ. But Timothy's worth you know, how like a son with a father he has served with me in the work of the gospel. I hope, therefore, to send him to you as soon as how things go with me. I am trusting in the Lord that I will also come soon. Still, I think it necessary to send you Epaphroditus, my brother and co-worker and fellow soldier your messenger and minister to my need. For he has been longing for all of you and has been distressed because you heard that he was ill. He was indeed so ill that he nearly died. But God had mercy on him, and not only on him, but on me also, so that I would not have one sorrow after another. I am the more eager to send him, therefore in order that you may rejoice after seeing him again and that I may be less anxious. Welcome him then in the Lord with all joy, and honor such people, because he is close to death at the work of Christ, risking his life to make up for those services that you could not give him. Arise, shine, for your light has come, and the glory of the Lord has dawned upon you. For behold, darkness covers the land, Deep gloom enshrouds the peoples. But over you the Lord will rise, and his glory will appear upon you. Nations will stream to your light, 
and kings to the brightness of your dawning. Your gates will always be open. By day or night they will never be shut. They will call you the city of the Lord, the Zion of the Holy One of Israel. Violence will no more be heard in your land, ruin or destruction within your borders. You will call your walls salvation and all your portals praise. The sun will no more be your light by day. By night you will not need the brightness of the moon. The Lord will be your everlasting light and your God will be your glory. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. A reading from the Gospel according to Matthew, chapter 2, beginning at the 13th verse. After the wise men had left, an angel of the Lord appeared to Joseph in a dream and said, Get up, take the child and his mother and flee to Egypt and remain there until I tell you, for Herod is about to search for the child to destroy him. Then Joseph got up, took the child and his mother by night and went to Egypt and remained there until the death of Herod. This was to fulfill what had been spoken by the Lord through the prophets. Out of Egypt I have called my son. When Herod saw that he had been tricked by the wise men, he was infuriated and he sent and killed all the children in and around Bethlehem who were two years old or under, according to the time that he had learned from the wise men. Then, was fulfilled what had been spoken through the prophet Jeremiah. A voice was heard in Ramah, wailing in loud lamentation, Rachel weeping for her children. She refused to be consoled because there are no more. When Herod died, an angel of the Lord suddenly appeared in a dream to Joseph in Egypt and said, Get up. Take the child and his mother, and go to the land of Israel, for those who were seeking the child's life are dead. Then Joseph got up, took the child and his mother, and went to the land of Israel. But when he heard that Archias was ruling over Judea in place of his father Herod, he was afraid to go there, and after being warned in a dream, he went away to the district of Galilee. There he made his home in a town called Nazareth, so that what has been fulfilled through the prophets might be fulfilled. He will be called a Nazarene. Splendor and honor and kingly power are yours by right, O Lord our God, for you created everything that is, and by your will they were created and have their being. And yours by right, O Lamb that was slain, for with your blood you have redeemed for God, from every family, language, people, and nation, a kingdom of priests to serve our God. And so to him who sits upon the throne, and to Christ the Lamb, be worship and praise, dominion and splendor, forever and forevermore. 
This is a reflection for Thursday for the week of Proper 18. We continue with the reading from the Treatise on the Mysteries by Ambrose, Bishop of Milan, from 397. The Apostle teaches you that our ancestors were all covered by the cloud, all passed through the sea, all were baptized into Moses in the cloud of the sea. Further, Moses in his canticle says, You sent your spirit and the sea overwhelmed them. Observe that in the crossing by the Hebrews, they were already a symbol of holy baptism. The Egyptian perished. The Hebrew escaped. What else is the daily lesson on the sacrament that the guilt is drowned and error destroyed while goodness and innocence pass over unharmed? You were taught that our ancestors were covered by a cloud, a cloud of blessing that cooled the fire of bodily passions. A cloud of blessing. It is a cloud of blessing that the Holy Spirit came at last upon the Virgin Mary, and the power of the Most High overshadowed her when he prefigured her through Moses. If then the Spirit was prefigured, is the Spirit now present in truth? Scripture tells you that the law was given through Moses, but grace and truth came through Jesus Christ. Mara was a spirit of bitter water. When Moses threw wood into it, its water became sweet. Water, you see, is of no avail for future salvation without the proclamation of the Lord's cross. But when it was been consecrated through the saving mystery of the cross, it is then ready for use in the layer of the Spirit and the cup of salvation. Therefore, as Moses is the role of the prophet through wood into the spring of Mara, so also the priest sends out into the fountain of baptism the proclamation of the Lord's cross, and the water becomes sweet, ready for the giving of grace. Do not then believe only what the eyes of your body tell you. What is not seen is here more truly seen. For what is seen belongs in time, but what is not seen belongs to eternity. What is not comprehended by the eyes is seen by the mind, and the soul is seen in a truer and deeper sense. Finally, learn from the readings. We have gone through from the books of the kings, Nahum the Syrian, he was a leper, he could not be healed by anyone. Then a girl from among the captives said that there was a prophet in Israel who could cleanse him from the disease of leprosy. Taking gold and silver, we are told, he went to see the king of Israel. The king, on learning the reason for his coming, rent his garment, saying that it was really to find an excuse against him. For what he was being asked was beyond the power of a king. Elijah, however, told the king to send the Syrian to him. And he would learn that there was a God in Israel. When he came, Elijah ordered him to bathe seven times in the river Jordan. Then Naaman began to reflect about the rivers and the own country, then bitter waters. And then he often bathed in them and had never been cleansed of his leprosy. 
This gave him pause, and he refused to obey the prophet's instructions. But on the advice and persuasion of his servants, he yielded and bathed, and was instantly made clean. He realized then that it is not the waters that make clean, but grace. Here was one who doubted before being made whole. You were already made whole, and so ought not to have any doubt. Here ends the reflection. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, Creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, His only Son, our Lord. He was conceived by the power of the Holy Spirit and born of the Virgin Mary and suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended to the dead. On the third day he rose again. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you, and also with you. Let us pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Save your people, O Lord, and bless your inheritance. Govern and uphold them now and always. Day by day we bless you. We praise your name forever. Lord, keep us from all sin today. Have mercy on us, Lord. Have mercy. Lord, show us your love and mercy, for we put our trust in you. In you, Lord, is our hope, and we shall never hope in vain. Lord God, almighty and everlasting Father, you have brought us in safety to this new day. Preserve us with your mighty power that we may not fall into sin nor be overcome by any adversity. And in all we do, directing us to the fulfilling of your purpose, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O Father of mercies and God of all comfort, our only help in the time of need, we humbly ask of you to behold, visit, and relieve your sick servants for whom prayers have been asked. Look upon them with the eyes of your mercy. Comfort them with a sense of your goodness. Preserve them from the temptations of the enemy and give them patience under their affliction. And in your good time, restore them to health and enable them to lead the residue of their life in your fear and to your glory. And grant that finally they may dwell with you in life everlasting through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Almighty and everlasting God, by whose Spirit the whole body of your faithful people is governed and sanctified, 
receive our supplications and prayers which are offered before you for all members of your holy church. Then in their vocation and ministry they may truly and devoutly serve you through our Lord and our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Almighty God, Father of all mercies, we, your unworthy servants, give you humble thanks for all your goodness and loving kindness to us and to all whom you have made. We bless you for our creation, preservation, and all the blessings of this life. But above all, for your immeasurable love and the redemption of the world by our Lord Jesus Christ, for the means of grace and for the hope of glory. And we pray, give us such an awareness of your mercies that with truly thankful hearts we may show forth your praise, not only with our lips, but in our lives, by giving up ourselves for your service, and by walking before you in holiness and righteousness all our days. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord, to whom with you and the Holy Spirit be honor and glory throughout all ages. Amen. Almighty God, you have given us grace at this time with one accord to make our common supplication to you. And you have promised through your well-beloved Son that when two or three are gathered together in his name, you will be in the midst of them. Fulfill now, O Lord, our desires and petitions as may be best for us, granting us in this world knowledge of your truth and in the age to come life everlasting. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. Glory to God, whose power working in us can do infinitely more than we can ask or imagine. Glory to him from generation to generation in the church, and in Christ Jesus forever and ever. Amen.